Hello again, everyone. You're listening to localjobnetwork.com radio. I'm Tim Muma, and this is Moving Up the Ladder, where the success of your career is our focus. Specifically for this episode, we're looking at the ability to be truly confident and sincere as an individual and the benefits those may have in your career. To discuss these traits, we have Mel Carson joining LJ and Radio. Mel is a digital marketing consultant with expertise in PR and personal branding, as well as the founder and principal strategist of Delightful Communications. Mel, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. I'm I'm talking to you from a very grey and rainy Seattle, so th- there's a surprise. Yeah, I, I'd say about zero people will be shocked with that uh, with that information. <laughs> but uh, it's actually the same over here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So we are we're like brothers today. Uh, <laughs> as far as the topic, Wonderful. as far as the topic at hand, just to kind of start things off, as I mentioned, confidence, sincerity being two areas we're looking at. Where do you come from as far as defining those characteristics and how you truly describe them and see them? Well, I've been thinking very deeply about them just from the personal branding side of the business, how I help people with how they kind of come across online through social media and LinkedIn, but also in person at networking events and speeches and things like that. And I read a blog post a couple of weeks ago from someone very influential in the digital marketing industry saying that they much preferred to spend time with people who were very self-deprecating and kind of always putting themselves down. And I kind of understood where he was coming from, Mm -hmm. but it kind of made me want to put pen to paper and and, and write a post about what I believe is true confidence. And basically that, that is you know, I'm an Englishman, I went to a public school, boarding school over there, and you're taught to have a stiff upper lip and sure. you know, to show no show no fear, show basically that you, you, you can do no wrong. And then I, I moved over here into the US and everybody is so much better at standing up in front of a crowd of people and, and talking and getting their point across. And it got me thinking about the fact that a lot of us can be overconfident. And by mm-hmm. overconfident, I mean that there's kind of a gap in a gap in our understanding. You know, m- maybe it's a meeting where uh, you know someone asks a question and that person says, "Oh yeah, 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 I, I I know the answer to that." And it's fairly obvious that they don't. True confidence to me, and and the whole thing about sincerity is being confident in where you are in your career and your understanding and your knowledge, but knowing that you don't actually know everything. Hmm. That that there might be gaps in your understanding, and that you know you're okay where you are, but you know that maybe there's some other things to learn. And I feel that that coupled with being genuine and sincere with how you approach, whether it's meetings or interviews, or, you know, if you're a manager of a group of a team, that tends to engender a lot more trust because people feel that you're not vacuous and that you don't necessarily have this kind of confidence competence gap, which is, you know, something I heard during my, my time at Microsoft. So really, it's, it comes down to trying to find a balance between being overconfident and you know, being full of bravado and be, people being able to spot that you can't be as good as you're making out, sure. but also that kind of finding that median line between being too self-deprecating, which if you've done a great job and you are a great worker and you are, you know, you're successful, if you're always putting yourself down, then people are going to see you as being insincere and you know, it kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth. So overall, with these two ideas, um, as you mentioned, confidence is, is something that's definitely preached here and in other areas, I'm sure. 
why are these so important when it comes to someone's career and maybe branding is, as you touched on a little bit there, what would you point to as being the vital aspects? I think that certainly companies, I mean, I, I spent seven years at Microsoft and, and actually was part of a very small team that ended up hiring 30 or 40 people through assessment centers. And one of the things that, that you're asked to look out for is people being self-critical. There's this old adage that, you know, when you turn up to a, an interview, you're supposed to tell the interviewer how wonderful you are and, and, and <laughs> how you can nail the job, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But, you know, I learned how to question people about what they weren't so good at. Where, did, where could they improve? Because I think from a career perspective, if you're too overconfident, that, as I said earlier, can kind of show that there may be a gap between your confidence and what you truly are able to achieve. And interviewees and, and, you know, people out there that might end up being clients of yours if, if you know, you work for an agency or a consultancy or, or customers, that they want to see that, yes, you can do the job. Yes, you're competent, but that you can smell a rat if things seem to be too good to be true. And I coach a lot of people, you know, for, for networking events and, and mm -hmm. when they get up on stage and speak. And I think the reaction from people to people being, you know, sincere and genuine engenders that much more trust. A, a good example would be, I was at a conference a few years ago and there was a chat from Google, you know, it was, the, it was the bright white star, the big startup. Everybody was very excited to hear this guy speak and there were 700 people in the audience and this was just when Twitter had started. So all the digital marketers were, were all over Twitter tweeting everything that he said. <laughs> right. And, um, Someone asked him a question. He said, you know what? I, I don't know the answer to that. So I'm going to get back to you. And the reaction on Twitter was overwhelmingly positive hmm. for Google and this individual because he actually admitted he didn't know something, right. but he would get back to them. So that, that kind of transparent authenticity, I think, really is important in our careers as we climb up the ladder because nobody likes a know-it-all. People want to be able to trust and work with people who, who they don't have to worry about that are going to be going off the rails because you know they don't know as much as they say they do. But also people that are self-critical enough to say, you know, I don't know everything. It's okay to fail, but I'm going to do my darndest to make sure that I pick up some new skills and try and improve myself and improve my company's position and, and therefore you know bring my colleagues with me and and you know we can do really great work together. Well, and you touched on this a little bit already as far as the confidence piece and the idea that, um, you know, as my wife has always said, it's overrated because people fake it all the time. And a lot of times those people that are faking it, you know, you can detect it, but they still end up getting passed along or, or improving something in their career. What would you offer up to allow people to really portray that true confidence? I mean, is it about just being blatantly honest? Is there some other magic trick to it or, or strategies that you would implement? I think it's a... It, you know, it's a long haul thing. I think that, you know, there's no magic overnight scenario. I mean, I've been in the digital marketing industry for nearly 15 years. Some of the tips that I, I've had is, is always staying out of the gossip, staying out of all the drama, mm. you know, within the office, because if you can rise above that and transcend that above that, that the office gossips and the people that tend to get involved in all the drama, they're kind of missing something deep down inside themselves. And I think people trust people with that kind of more confidence and more go-to, but also people that are slightly more calmer hmm. sure. and show a little bit of you know, self-deprecation. That, that doesn't mean 
all the time being that guy that's always saying, oh, no, I'm no good at that, or that lady that's you know always putting themselves down all the time. It is a long haul. And for me personally, you know, I, I don't want to be around in 10, 20 years' time looking back on my career and being really honest with myself and noticing all the gaps and all the jobs that really I shouldn't have got and all the jobs and roles or clients that I've worked with that, you know, I only could improve them by, you know, 60% instead of 100%, that, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And I think it's being really honest with yourself about where you are and where you need to go. A, a, a good example of a story of somebody who, who's done this really well is I, I wrote a book a couple of years ago called Pioneers of Digital, which outlines the, the careers of people in the, in, in the advertising, marketing, the digital social media space. One of the people is Carolyn Everson, who's now the head of global advertising at Facebook. Sure. And she's worked at Microsoft and MTV and Zagat and all over the place. And hers is a great story of how she was very honest with herself about putting together some building blocks for her career and working very, very hard at doing the absolutely the best job that she could do for herself and her team and her company in every single role that she did. But also having an eye on, you know, the three to five year plan on, you know, what skills was she missing? What areas of media hadn't she worked in? Had, had she worked abroad? Had she worked on an international project? Had she done this? Had she done that? And now, you know, she's the head of advertising at one of the biggest digital companies in the world. And she can look back on her career with true confidence because no one can point a finger at any moment in her career and say, actually, you know, you, you shouldn't have got that job or you didn't do that so well because she's really focused very hard on being honest with herself and working really hard at filling the gaps and improving her professional skill set and her position. I think it's a great example of um, just kind of the different way that you can look at the confidence piece or the idea of, as you said, being honest with yourself. I think that does go a long way. And as I said, I think that's a great example of someone who's had a lot of success doing it that way. Let's move on to the sincerity piece. One thing I found interesting, you had written a little bit about this, was that there are certain words or phrases that maybe in our minds come across as sincere or it's, you know, it's going to sound great or people are really going to trust me after this, but they might have that opposite effect. What would you point to as being some of those items that, you know, you really need to avoid because they come across as being disingenuous or insincere? I think it's, I do a lot of speaker training and stuff and I have a, I have a line in, in, in one, of my, one of my tips which says, don't make excuses. It's a very small example, but standing up on stage, it's obvious you've got a raging cold, you know, because you've, you've got a head cold and you can hardly speak. Don't start your speech by saying, uh, I've got a terrible head cold and this is probably going to be a, a really terrible talk and you're not <laughs> going to be able to hear me, but I'm sorry. You know, right, right. Don't drag yourself, you know, 300 yards behind the starting line before you've even started, because I'm going to be more impressed with you if you sold your on and don't even refer to it. Now, mm. that, that isn't being overconfident. That, that's just having confidence in yourself that, yes, you could get through a 20-minute talk with a head cold. Right. You know, it's not going to be that damaging. But I think it's also things like, I, I think people can, if they genuinely have empathy with you or they congratulate you for a great job of, of something that you're doing, it's okay to, to want to have improved on it. But it's the way that you react I think it's the way that a lot of people react to praise is to say, no, you know, 
no, it wasn't that good or, you know, the, there was plenty of stuff that I messed up and, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I, I encourage people, if they, if, if they get up on stage, they do a, a talk or a speech or they hold a big meeting and people come up and say, hey, that was really cool, that was great, congratulations. Not to be self-deprecate, but to say thank you. Thank you, that means a lot. I put a lot of effort into that. I'd, you know what, I'd, I'd love to get your feedback. What, what did you like? What did you what didn't you like kind of thing because then then you can really kind of extricate from people the kind of feedback that can improve whatever it was that you were doing whether it was a talk or a speech or you know maybe a blog post or a book you've written or something like that without making people feel bad about the fact that that, that they've praised you right I do like that, uh, just that example. Um, I know I've often talked with people, whether it be a lot of times in the sports world or, or even as you talked about, maybe a situation like that where they think they're being humble in a way, but it almost comes across as the opposite. Do you see it kind of in that same, same realm? Yeah. And it's um, the, the old saying is humble bragging. Right. Right. I don't really deserve this honor, but hey, look at me. <laughs> or you see it a lot in, in our industry. And I'm being a little cynical here, but I mean, there are, to- there are tons of lists of the top 10 digital marketers or the top 20 social media gurus and, and stuff like that. And you see people sharing it saying, oh, I'm honored to be on this list. My advice is, look, you're on the list for a, for a reason. People obviously think that, that, that you're going to own it. Just own it and use it to better the world and be a better person. Thank the people involved. And um kind of move on because that's a good thing if you're being recognized in a public forum for doing something and you're truly confident that that yes you deserve to be on that top 10 list then um don't sit around you know humble bragging about it just get on with it and uh, try and be even better well i tell you mel uh, the time has flown by we are up against the clock here but i wanted to give you the opportunity at the end of our show if you wanted to give the listeners a, a nice takeaway from this conversation anything maybe we didn't touch on something you want to emphasize that will be a nice wrap-up for the idea of confidence and sincerity in one's career. I would just say that it's something that you learn and it's something that you practice. And as soon as, if you can start applying minor changes into the, in, in, in the way that you behave, whether it's at a networking event or at work, staying out of you know, the office politics and the gossip, and just kind of just rising above a lot of the noise that ungenuine, insincere, and overconfident people like to create around them as a kind of smokescreen. I, you know, kind of picture a layer of of mist and smoke and melee and just really think about how in your career and how you approach your day-to-day work is how you can kind of rise above all that, but also work really hard at filling the gaps and being honest with yourself where you need to improve, how you need to get where you want to go biting off some bite-sized chunks of kind of tactics in order to get there. And you will see it over, you know, the the medium to long term. Your self-confidence will grow. Uh, I believe that your career will get better and that at the end of the day, we all want to be happy and you'll be a lot, lot happier. All right. With that, we will close out this edition of Moving Up the Ladder. Again, talking about confidence and sincerity and how these really do affect your career positively or negatively, depending on how you react to certain situations. To do that, we have been talking today with Mel Carson. Again, he's the founder and principal strategist of Delightful Communications. Mel, thanks again for coming on the show, sharing your insight and knowledge. We do appreciate it. Thank you, Tim. It's been fabulous. 
And of course, as always, if you want to get in touch with us, if you have any feedback or suggestions for future shows, you can shoot us an email. LJNRadio at localjobnetwork.com is where you can reach us. You can also find us on Twitter at the LJN. For everyone here at LJN Radio, I'm your host, Tim Muma. We'll talk to you later.